Let's turn to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. We'll be reading verses 10 through 13. We thank God for our visitors this morning. First Corinthians, the, ten, uh, the first chapter, verses 10 through 13. If you have it, say amen. Let's read. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, that there be no division among you, but ye be peaceful joined together in the same mind, in the same judgment. For it has been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by this which are in the house of Chloe, that where there will be contentions among you. Now this I say, that every one of you said, I am of Paul and I am Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. It not divided. Was Paul crucified for you? Were you, you baptized in the name of Paul? Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come against uh, the works of darkness right now. Lord, we pray for those under the sound of my voice this morning. Lord, in the name of Jesus, touch and elevate our minds and our heart concerning your word. Lord, we bind everything that the enemy has set as distractions right now. We come against the kingdom of darkness right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus. We submit to your will right now, Lord. Bind every spirit that's not like you in the hearts of every believer right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, give them the power to conquer the enemy in their lives. In the name of Jesus, give them the strength to walk honorable, O oh God, among you and among men. Huh? Help us today, Lord. Help us to watch ourselves, O oh God. O oh God, in this hour like never before, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray right now. If you find any wickedness in us, take it out and strengthen us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Help us to be a good light, a pure light, oh God, that men and women in these last days, oh God, may be able to see the truth manifested in our lives. God, in the name of Jesus. Pray for those that are sitting in sadness this morning. That have lost loved ones in the name of Jesus. Pray for those, oh God, that don't know you in the pardon of their sins this morning. In the name of Jesus. Pray for the podcast this morning. In the name of Jesus. Pray for the radio ministry this morning. In the name of Jesus. Most of all, we pray for the household of faith everywhere. In the name of Jesus, let cohesiveness be found in your people. Lord, in the name of Jesus, 
Lord, unite us again for that great day, Lord. Build us up on our most holy faith again, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, touch the backslider. For he's filled with his own ways, God. Touch him. Touch those, oh God, that are growing cold in the mist right now. Touch him. Mama, so to you, Holy Ghost, touch him. In the name of Jesus. Touch those that are indifferent, God, in the name of Jesus. What is it that the Lord requires? Help us to do justly and love mercy and walk humbly before our God. God, in the name of Jesus, bless your manservant this morning. As I declare your word, God, anointed, Lord, and speak to your people, Lord, as you see fit in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said amen. You may be seated. The subject this morning is the same thing. It's taken from Verse 10. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing. When we look at the world and how chaotic everything is and how confused depend on whose perspective that you are listening to you somewhat is drawn in to their opinion that's why it's a danger in listening and counseling folk and you don't have all the facts you will go to one side or the other. And so we that are in the church, we have listened to so many different voices and opinions about the word of God throughout the decades in the centuries since Jesus and the apostle has transcended off the sea. He, God allowed them to leave writings, to leave footprints in the sand, so to speak, so that we would know that there is a right direction. And I don't know if you realize it or not, sometimes you have to challenge yourself 
in order to stay on or get on the right path that God wants us to be on. I believe it was David when he said, Lord, let thy word be a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Because if I listen to myself, I'll go in my own direction. You must meet, it's time for us now to get concerned like never before. There are some things that we can't do without. We can't do without truth. No matter what you say, you've got to have your life based on the truth of God's word. Uh, the word said, let every man be a liar, but let God be true. We're, we are being challenged now. Uh, God has quietened a lot of folks' noises that they were making before the pandemic uh, came about. You were finding that they were preaching prosperity and only the ones on the top of the pyramid is only the ones that ever got rich. The folks that on the bottom never got a dime because it all went to the one that was on top. So God has closed their mouths now. There, uh, there is no such thing as job security anymore. You're looking now where folk that was making uh, eight and nine figures salary, they have nothing just like the poor people have nothing. But can I tell you, brothers and sisters, the tragedy is not have, not have, is not in not having things. Uh, but when you don't have God, that's a real tragedy. Now, uh, you find now that everything that they taught us is being challenged. The only way that we can get our footing now is we need to go back to the Word of God. It's time now to take a second look at what was said and read it for ourselves. I wish I had a church right there. So you find here that the apostle here is dealing with. There are some divisions and some things that separate the body of Christ that never should have came in the body of Christ to separate the body of Christ. Well, when you begin to look at there is a figure here named Cleo. They said that she was perhaps a woman out of Ephesus and she was a businesswoman. So now she have gotten in the truth and start twisting the truth. Now the church is having problems because they believed a word that didn't come from God. But they didn't want to leave the church. They wanted to change the church to fit their situation. But I come to tell each and every one of you that's under the sound of my voice that God said for us all to come out from among them and be ye separate. Said the Lord and touch not the unclean thing. 
my brothers and sisters there's always been a problem throughout the Bible when God people went out and touched or they handled something that God had told them not to touch or handle because it was unclean let me remind you this morning if you handle anything that is common or unclean that makes you common and unclean I don't care how many tongues you speak you still ain't saved you can check out the book of Leviticus you can check out numbers and you can check out Deuteronomy one thing that you and I must realize it's not based on our opinion because man ways and man thought are not like God's thought God's thought are as high as the heavens above the earth and I'll go from trash can to trash can I wish I had a church so there are some that will tell you that there are a whole lot of things that God has sent down in his word uh, that is not required uh, I come to tell you uh, if we don't do it uh, we will not go to God's heaven uh, I hope you got one uh, that you made uh, cause we will not go uh, to God's heaven uh, I feel like preaching here uh, you mean to tell me uh, it is determined uh, on how well uh, you allow your faith to grow uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I wish I had somebody. Uh, I know uh, the titles are very common uh, amongst the church. Uh, but if you look at uh, in Bible times, uh, they did not want to know. That you were just a coppersmith. They want to know your name. They didn't care that you were just a tanner, but they want to know what was your name. Therefore, that's why we get names like Simon the Tanner. It tells you not only what his name was. But what he did, that's why it's imperative if we in the church don't follow Jesus, we've got to tell them which Jesus we're following. I'm following Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the God in flesh that dwelled among us. And we beheld his glory. Uh, 
as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I wish I had a church. When you begin to see what's what's going on, and people are comfortable with the power of God never coming to visit the services, he can't come in unless he comes through the door. I wish I had somebody. You mean to tell me you can holler Jesus all day long. If you don't believe in Jesus, Jesus ain't going to show up for your rescue. I feel like preaching here. You mean to tell me I can cry Jesus if you don't have the faith to be saved. He's not coming. I don't care what they told you. He's not going to show up unless you believe in him. I wish I had somebody. The world says faith, faith, faith. You don't need a whole lot. Just use what you got. Now Jesus told us, I believe it was in Matthew, if you got faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain. In the mountain we be cast into the midst of the sea. And may I tell you, you need to get you some belief in Jesus Christ. Most of us try to fight our own battles. But I remember a sermon that our former pastors preached. Your hands are too short to box with God. You might as well put your hands down and lift them up and tell God I surrender my all. I wish I had a church. So here, a lot of folk, now that we're in crisis, they're calling on the name of every God out there. Hallelujah. I remember this morning, we were on our way in to the church, and the governor, somebody, got out there calling. Calling on the name of everything out there. And what I felt like asking him, man, what is it that you believe? Because my God don't come to the presence of no other God without them bowing down to him. If you think I'm wrong, you remember the time they lost the ark hallelujah and the the, uh, the tribe that had it I believe it was a Philistine and their God was Dagon 
and they confiscated the Ark of the Covenant and put it in the temple of Dagon. And every time they came in, Dagon was laying down. Hallelujah. I come to tell you the reason you got a problem, you won't let that God that is in you bow down to the living God. I feel like preaching here. You mean to tell me. So now the enemy does. He tries to get folk that are off. Even further off. So he can further deceive them. And not only them. But the generation that's coming behind them will also be deceived. You mean to tell me deception is the number one enemy, number one device that the enemy use. He'll give you a little truth and he'll make it a whole lie. For instance, Paul told Timothy to drink a little wine for his stomach's sake. But those hillbillies and those liars out there won't tell you that the Jewish people had a wine that was not fermented. It was just like grape juice. If you want to be saved, you'll drink grape juice and leave that other junk alone. You're deceiving yourself. Wine is a mocker. Strong drinks are raging. And he that is deceived thereby is not wise. I feel like preaching here. All these lies. And ain't nobody want to tell nobody the truth. I'd rather you go to hell with the truth than you go to hell with a lie. I feel like preaching here. But I'm still not where I need to go. When you begin to look at all this stuff that the world is telling the church, you can't live saved. You're alive. I can't live like a sinner. I refuse to die in the streets like a sinner die. I refuse to let alcohol and drugs kill me when Jesus has come that I may have life and that more abundantly. I feel like walking a while. All these lies trying to make us believe there's no sense in holding on to this truth. Oh 
told you that mess? Uh, didn't the Bible uh, and Jesus tell us uh, he that endured to the end uh, the same shall be saved. Uh, let me talk to you jaywalkers. Uh, you walk in and uh, you walk out. Uh, you just cross the street uh, anywhere you want to uh, come up missing and uh, God, can't nobody find you but you're on your way to heaven I'm telling you before your face the devil told you that lie you believe a lie the Bible tells us if you start this race you gotta finish this race you can't quit and your soul can't rest hallelujah then 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 the old church told you you just a pilgrim traveling through here some of you trying to gain roots down here that's why you're not gonna make heaven your home I feel like preaching here there's so many lies that the church has not dealt with and that's why I hate some of our church fathers went to sleep cause they dealt with the lies that the world told in Bible studies they took the word of God and they proved all that stuff wrong but can I tell you Miss and Mrs. Slick you won't even come to find out the truth you won't come and check the way you live by the written word of God how you gonna go to heaven when you don't know the way I feel like preaching here you mean to tell me God put in his word and I come to tell you I love to be a fly on the wall when we get to heaven and you are called to present your case before an all-knowing God you know what he gonna tell some of you hold up before you lie I'll stop before you lie Shut up before you lie. I don't want to hear that lie. I know what you're going to say before you say it. So don't even go there. I come to tell somebody. We got a time to get it right. Ain't no time like the present to get this thing right. We got to dot every eye. And we got to cross every T. You can't let 
nothing slip. Hallelujah to God. I told y'all a few some time ago we living in dangerous times. And I told you that some whole families are dying. Not only what you do affects you, but it'll affect whole families. And I told you when we were looking at the challenges that the earth was going through, downstairs, how cold people were being wiped off. But look at it now. God may not only come to the house, knock on the door, not only get you, but get everybody in the house. Y'all don't hear me? We're living in troublesome times. But what is it? Don't take for you to tell your wife, tell your husband, tell your children. It's time to live this thing now. I don't know if you going to make it or not. But one thing that I'm predetermined in myself, I'm going to do all I can to make heaven my home. Because the word told me one's going to be taken in the other level. I love my family. I love my wife. I love my children. But I ain't got no problem when it comes down to loving God more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. There's only some things we can do for one another on earth. But it won't even add up in heaven. There won't be no married folk up there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Only person that will be obeyed is the Lord Jesus Christ. I feel like preaching here. You mean to tell me? We've been challenged on all these fronts and nobody's fighting back. This now we're living in a dispensation where the apostolic truth is leaving off the lips of Holy Ghost tongue talking Pentecostal apostolics. They're even backing up off of truth that I come to tell you I still only believe one Lord one faith and one baptism I believe there's only one God above all in all and through all hallelujah I believe you gonna go to hell just like I would have went to hell if I didn't go down in his name 
come about the water spoken Paul as the spirit of God gave the utterance I believe that hallelujah I believe in casting out demons I believe that's my right I believe that's my privilege I'm like what he told one of the disciples of John I cast out devils and I do cure and on the third day I rise I don't know about you I've determined in the word of God in the counsel of God if I go down I'm going down calling on the name of Jesus if I close my eyes I believe in my spirit yet I shall see the Lord I don't know what you believe but it's time now to get what we believe right hallelujah to God Acts 1 and 8 said but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth you need to tell somebody my faith is going global I'm sad tired and I'm sick and tired of seeing folk that don't want to believe this but now I'm getting ready to make a spiritual connection with God folk everywhere I'm tired of trying to convince folk that don't want to believe that Jesus is God I've got some brothers in Africa I may not know how to talk to them but they believe God I've got some folks in Indian Asia may not not speak their language but I got the same faith that they got hallelujah sometimes we look around and folk like you looking right now with dumb expression on their face like what are they talking about the reason you don't know your faith and dried up in a spiritual famine and you didn't know it ain't got no joy all you can focus on the fear Where's the power? I heard you, ya ya tita ha sha bo sha. Where's the power? Peter said unto them, Repent. <laughs> 
Nobody want to turn around. Nobody want to stop doing what they're doing. They want to stop signing even in the church to be like a yield sign. And then they want to accuse somebody else for running the stop sign. Baby, you just yield. You didn't stop. You call somebody to lose their life. It's time for the church folks to think about what you're doing. Your foolishness is causing somebody to blaspheme against the God that you say you serve. You doing it. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other what name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Name? Name? Most of you act like you don't know the name until you need a dollar. You need healing. You need a favor from God. And then you get it from the devil and you told God he did it. Come on. Come on here. Can I ask you one question? Where are the fruits of the Holy Ghost? You can go from one extreme to the other, and you can all do it in a nanosecond. You can be happy and holy one minute and furious and fighting the next. Where are the fruits? You can't tell me nothing because I'm a fruit inspector. It says in Galatians 1 and 9, as we say before, I say unto you again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you other than that we have received, let him be a curse. Some of you got a curse foundation because you got a curse gospel. And you ain't going nowhere when it's time to get out of here. God ain't blessing nothing that is cursed. Come on here. Ephesians 2 and 20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles, prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Jesus Christ himself. You better watch these folk and call in these Jesuses. There's a maintenance man at where I work. I won't tell you where I work at. Somebody may pass them on the tape. His name is his name is spelled J E S U S. We over here we pronounce it Jesus. You may know the interpretation now. could be calling him for salvation. Best he gonna do is fix whatever's broken. <laughs> He's a maintenance man. The money ain't no sense in calling him if you, you need Jesus in quick in a hurry. Yes, sir. 
don't know nobody up there in them beds that's on any of them floors that are sick calling for, can you send the maintenance man up here to see if he can heal me? We got to be more specific now than we ever been. I need folks to understand what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about. Can I tell you? That's when the devil gonna get sure enough mad. When you know who you're looking for to deliver you. And when Jesus gonna come when you know those that are calling on him, looking for him, and know that he's supposed to show up. First Timothy 1 and 3. As I brought thee to abide still at Ephesus, when I went to Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they may teach no other doctrine. Folks are teaching everything but Jesus and his salvation. Where are they going? And some of us are following everything but Jesus. Say, well, he's a reverend. Reverend to what? Are you trying to get out of here or what? Can I, can I ask you a question? If you took an airline to some place, we know nobody going nowhere right now. So maybe I took the wrong thought, but you took an airline to a destination, and it was Delta, and the only other the one that was coming back was Delta, and you said, no, I'm going to fly American. We ain't going your direction. You can get on if you want to, but you ain't going your direction. So you got to make a choice. Do I just want to fly or do I want to get home? That's where the church at now. You got to make a decision. Do you want to fly or do you want to get home? Everybody that's going to heaven ain't going to stay. And ain't nobody talking about getting to the abode of God. Second Timothy 3 and 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do folks try to take it and twist it? You know why? God don't inspire them. He only give his word to the church and the real folk. You done heard them politicians taking scriptures and use them in their speeches. You done heard folks that ain't living two cents of the word quote scriptures. Then they get caught up on charges of being something illegal. Come on here. Don't let that be you. And, and it's for reproof, for doctrine, and for reproof or cor for correction for instructions in writing. 
How are you going to learn how to be saved if don't nobody instruct you? All you stay at home folk. Don't you know God considered that as a sign of rebellion? You might as well start looting because you're looting the kingdom. There's an expression that the world used. No chain is stronger than its weakest link. Brothers and sisters, you ain't seen nothing. You wait until the devil start manifestation in folk. You're going to see exactly what spirit you didn't let get her hand on you. And it's sure going to start happening. As God's spirit comes down, you're going to start seeing manifestations like never before. And there's a song, who you gonna call? Are you gonna call Ghostbusters? You can't call him until you get it straight. If God make a challenge, you think the devil's not gonna challenge back? You think that you gonna be exempt? And some of you got spirits now, and you know it. Can't live two cents worth the word when you get out of here. If somebody that know you real close just tells the truth on you, you'd be embarrassed. Come on here. I'm talking to real folk with real problems that's setting up in a real place. Tell me I'm lying if you want to. I can call some of you out. And it won't be God. It'll be a word of knowledge. Come on here. You got to ask yourself the tough question. Do I want to go to heaven? Yeah. So we've got some things that should be coming among us. Everybody in the church should want to go to heaven. Yeah. Uh, you notice I said should want to go. But the devil and caused some people to get an affection toward the church that God going to have to break a loose. Because they don't want to change. They come to change the folks in the church. And that spirit is dangerous to weak folk. It's dangerous to weak folk. So be careful who you hook friends with. If they don't want to be saved, ain't no sense in you. We've got to believe the Bible. That's our number one source for instruction. And if you truly and legitimately trying to be saved, you should make yourself get in that Bible at some point throughout your day or evening or night. Make yourself. And you've got to know the God you call it on. No, 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 no. 
I don't, I don't think too many of them have, have considered themselves the creator. Deuteronomy 6 and 4 says, there is only one God. Oh, wait a minute, where are all these multiple gods coming from? If the Bible only acknowledged one God, you don't acknowledge but one God. I don't care if they do say, well, you got to respect the Buddhists. Yeah, I'll give them their respect. Let them stay over there and let me stay right here. You got to respect them. I ain't fighting with nobody. If you want to dwell in your temple, if you don't want to repent and come out of that, and you want, you think you can go through with that, I'm fine with you too. Ain't got no problem with nobody. Why do you have a problem with me then? If all I want to do is have the freedom to worship my God, that you worship who you want to. God is a spirit. John 4 and 24. He is the eternal one. The creator of all things. And the father of all humanity by creation. And you got a problem. You want to call the father and you want to leave out the son and they're both one. Both of them was back there in Genesis if you look at Genesis. Read Genesis, you should, you should be able to find both of them right there. Jesus is the son of God born in flesh. Don't you let nobody take that out your soul. Don't you let no demon out of hell cause you to doubt that. People are losing ground just by denying who Jesus is. How are you going to be saved if you don't believe who he is? These lies they talk about. He was just a man. Okay, if he was, okay, let me see you walk on water. Let me see you walk on a ditch instead of the sea. Just go, and I ain't talking about no ice cubes either. Just go on, show me what you can do. If he was just a man, explain to me how he did the basic thing of turning water to wine. Just, just do it before my eyes. No slicks, no tricks, nothing. Just, just do it. Then he told you, if I don't leave, the Holy Ghost wasn't going to come. And for those folks that say God didn't pour out the Holy Ghost, he playing on the Holy Ghost showing up. He told them, that's why I got to leave so you can get a comf another confidence that's not going to go on beside you. He's going to be in you. Lord, let me talk to you right here. Those of you that's whining and crying, you ain't got no help, you by yourself, stop lying. God is right there with you. It ain't his fault you won't let him show up. It ain't his fault you won't let him comfort you and soothe you and bring all things to your remembrance and tell you how to get out of stuff and how to deal with stuff. It ain't his fault. He didn't give you an empty kind and gave me a full kind. You know what I found out? 
The Holy Ghost will talk and give you instructions that you don't want to hear. He'll tell you a truth about you that you don't want to hear. You'll be sitting there shaking your head because you don't want to do it. Just say you don't want to do it. I'm looking for another way out. I knew I was going to have to preach teach this today, so y'all, I'm comfortable. The Holy Ghost is a third revelation of the Godhead. I, you know, people are going to give it uh, something, other title, or something. It's just one God manifesting himself in three different ways. Best way I ever heard the Godhead explained was Elder Bradshaw. He took an egg. Took the shell, took the yolk, took the white, and said, all oh, that is still just one egg. Now, if you got an egg that ain't got no yolks in it, you ain't got no egg. You got an egg that ain't got no shell, you ain't got no egg. Got to have all three components. Then we got to deal with the sin issue. If you and I don't get close to God, we're going to fall back in our sins. You hear me? Don't you get your life. God got me over here on a shelf and he keeping me special. You done already violated the law because you want fellowship. The devil waiting on you because you a rogue. You out there all by yourself. And the wolves, the howling, and the and, and the lions, the bear, they waiting on you. And can I tell you something? You old folks, you sure ain't got no reason to lag behind. Because you can't move too fast. And the, and the wolf, the devil is sure watching you. All they do is stay by themselves. I get them. I talk them down. After a while, I have them cussing and drinking. I have them doing what they used to do. Wait a minute. If you stopped at 40 and trying to do what a 40-year-old doing at 60, you got a problem. Your body trying to find out what you're doing. And we got to deal with salvation. You know, there was a time in the church when we talked about what we believe. Yes. Now I can't have to look at you close and kind of ask you, uh, do you go to church? <laughs> what? You asked me, do I go to church? Nah, baby, I couldn't tell. Do you go to church? Because you say one thing and then you curse and do another. You say glory, hallelujah, and then you chase every dress, tail, and tight pants and walk down the hall. You brothers and sisters, we're messing up our testimonies. Messing up everything that we believe that was common and holy that was among us. Unlike the world. That's why the world is doing what they're doing because we ain't 
holy enough to cause a conviction. Amen. I brought a few with me. I told, I told you. I can give you some scriptures. Here we got water baptism. Now that is the most absurd thing that I've ever heard. Folks are stop baptizing folks now. That is idiotic. How are you? I'm going to symbol bills. Be baptized as a symbol unto his death if you don't immerse me in water in the name of Jesus and get my sins washed away. You know how he does it? Why well, he takes some stale water that's been in baptism for a few days and then he's going to wash my sins? That ain't my concern. If you saw, well, it's mine. Well, how do you take a brown cow and feed him green grass and then he produce white milk? You figure out the chemistry of that, then I figure out the chemistry of what he do, what he did, and why. All I know is works. And everybody that was sincere that went in the water came up different and they could say, it works. It's something about the name of Jesus when you have sinned, it cleanses not only the guilt, but it washes away your sin. Now, but can I tell you, it ain't God's fault you go back and get them. They want him to do it every Sunday. Oh yeah, every Sunday, every Sunday. Because they go back and get dirty Monday through Wednesday. Then Thursday through Friday. Then Saturday. And then come back to church and pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. Now you should be praying for somebody else. We should all be believing the same thing. But we ain't. And I don't have to send out a survey. I told you I'm a fruit inspector. Then there's tongues. I don't believe this. If it took tongues to get in the church, don't it take tongues to stay in the church? And it was a language that he gave that you didn't pick up yourself. As the Spirit of God gave the other. Oh, you're Wait a minute, that's you, ain't it? And God had to give it the first time. You don't even think you got to give it the second time, and the third time, and the fourth time. In the fifth, yeah, I would get worried if God didn't change my prayer language. I don't know what I'm saying, but I still know what I sound like. I'm supposed to have been praying and fasting and ain't nothing changed. Nothing ain't changed. Still ain't got enough get up and go. Ain't got no gumption. Ain't got no zeal. Ain't got no desire. Fall right back.
back in that old mode that you've been in for 20 or 30 years. And we're in a worldwide crisis and you still can't get motivated to get closer to God. And he told you, the pastor can't save you. You got to save yourself. That holiness is a lifestyle. What you doing when you leave church? That's what really matters. What are we doing when we leave here? Forget God is watching. And some of the, is some of the reason why we can't get the divine healing. God, no, you hollering, I need help me, Lord, help me, Lord, but you ain't doing nothing like God done told us we should be doing. And this is for everybody. You don't know, when we do this, we connect with the apostles. We connect with every generation of truth that's been on the planet, the one that are in the grave, that's what's going to make us part of his glorious church. Not because you think you're glorious and better than everybody else. Come on now. If we don't do this thing, we ain't going to be ready for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's going to catch every one of us unaware. <laughs> 